Welcome, you've arrived at Rockadinia U, where the garage ends, Beethoven rolls over, and the ivory tower meets the street. I'm JB, and today we're going to do a sequel to Dylan, the Fab Four in the Middle Eight. In that initial podcast, we explored an encounter between Dylan and the Beatles in the Delmonico Hotel in New York on August 28, 1964, when our Mr. Tamarine Man introduced the Mop Top Invaders to a controlled substance now being legalized in states across the country, even though the feds still forbid its use. Using a healthy dose of post hoc ergo propter hoc reasoning, we explored what happened to their music as a result of their mutual disappearing through the smoke rings of their minds. Less than two years later, on his 66 classic Blonde on Blonde, Dylan was using that Beatles staple, the middle eight, not only for three of its singles, I Want You, Just Like a Woman, and Sooner or Later, One of Us Must Know, but also for album cuts like these. Let's start with the first three cuts on one side of Blonde on Blonde, each following the same formula. Two verses, followed by a chorus or tagline, and then the middle eight, or bridge. As I sample them, consider how they reflect, quote, the thin, wild, mercury sound, unquote, that Dylan said was the only time his recordings captured the sound in his head. Once again, the bridge comes after two verses. Now that we've refreshed our memories on the formula, we'll just cut to the second verses. Yes, I guess I'll be here for a while I'm trying to read your portrait But I'm helpless like a rich man's child How come you send someone out to help me by? Hello, I want your loving. Honey, 
And here's the middle eight. Once again, the bridge or middle eight in the same old place after the first two verses and choruses. And finally, a snippet from Sad-Eyed Lady of the Lowlands, a whole side of an album's worth of middle eights. With your pockets well protected at last And your street car visions which you place on the grass And your flesh like silk and your face like glass Who could they get? After his tumultuous world tour in 1966, which included the infamous Judas accusation in Manchester, England, Dylan crashed his motorcycle in July of 66 and returned to spare forms of music with his basement tape recordings with the band and with John Wesley Harding. In fact, that latter recording has only one song, the ballad of Frankie Loon, Judas Priest, that goes beyond just three simple verses. Ever the contrarian, Dylan was going back to basics while psychedelia was on the rise. It's a scent, ironically, crowned with Jimi Hendrix's towering and majestic and apocalyptic version of Dylan's spare tune all along the watchtower. He's a real nowhere man Sitting in his nowhere land Making all his nowhere plans for now but now, what were the Beatles up to after Beatles for Sale and Help? Well, their 65 and 66 went to Rubber Soul and Revolver, along with singles like Raid and Paperback Rider. Suddenly, they had a point of view that went way beyond just love. 
As you listen to the sampling of their cross-dildonization, note the broad range of topics and tones, along with the occasional subjective point of view and more social consciousness, as the Beatles break on through to their other sides. I'm sure you can add lots of other examples. Puts his eyes in his pocket and his nose to the ground. much younger than I'm older than that now. And now to a song that Ringo considers his best drumming song. The hard rains are gonna fall. come a long way from I Want to Hold Your Hand. Any subjects are possible. Did this dream go to Lennon or Dylan with Tarantula? This breach of the studio veil echoes Dylan's laughter preceding his Bob Dylan's 115th dream and bringing it all back home. satire. Could the taxman be just another version of Mr. Jones? Death in a pop song, and from McCartney no less. You have to wonder if that ever would have happened without Dylan. in a dream at the window wearing the face that she keeps in a jar by the door who is it for all the lonely people Questioning the status quo. 20 years of school and then they put you on the day shift. Day, 
Dance beneath the diamond sky with one hand waving free. Only here with a twist of psychedelia and Eastern mysticism. Now, a caustic critique on the pursuit of wealth and prestige. How does it feel? Like a rolling stone. Once upon a time, you dressed so fine through the bombs of iron. Money doesn't talk, it swears. So, take some Beatles, mix with Bob, add a little pot, and suddenly you can have a pop hit on all kinds of subjects. Simon and Garfunkel, I am a rock, not to be confused with the Rolling Stone. The Birds, Eight Miles High, Jefferson Airplane, White Rabbit. The Mamas and the Papas, California Dreamin', The Love and Spoonful, Daydream, Donovan, Sunshine Superman. Barry McGuire, Eva Destruction, not to mention the Brit supergroups like the Kinks with Sunny Afternoon, the Stones with Satisfaction, the Who's with My Generation, and the Yardbirds with The Shape of Things to Come, and many more than I can possibly mention in the time I have. Now you might have noticed I haven't mentioned Norwegian Wood, that great Lennon ballad from the 65 classic Rubber Soul, the album whose very title suggests irony and striving after something more than ear candy. I thought we'd end with this to show another dimension of the Dylan Beatles exchange. Let's listen to the first verse in that middle eight. Now here we have an acoustic-based song in folky three-quarter time on a strange sexual encounter told in cryptic Dylan-esque fashion. The song ends with the narrator, sexually frustrated, lighting a fire to the place of his humiliation with its Norwegian wood. Now, let's take a listen to another acoustic-based song in disguised three-four time on a strange sexual encounter in cryptic Dylan-esque fashion. Only this time it's from Blonde on Blonde, which came out well after Rubber Soul. Here, though, there's no middle eight, 
and the narrator takes his sexual business elsewhere without leaving a fire in his wake. When she said don't waste your words that just lies I cried she was dead Hey she worked on my face until breaking my eyes and what else got left It was then that I got up to leave but she said don't Now let's strip down the pair and join them. One, two, three, one, two, three. That's the three-quarter waltz time that goes back centuries. I once had a girl, or should I say, she once had me. She showed me her room, isn't it good, Norwegian wood. She asked me to stay and she told me to sit anywhere So I looked around and I noticed there wasn't a chair I sat on a rug, drinking her wine, biding my time We talked until two and then she said It's time for bed She threw me outside I stood in the dirt where everyone walked But when finding out I'd forgotten my shirt I went back and knocked to get it and I tried to make sense out of that picture of you in your wheelchair that leaned up against her Jamaican rum and when she did come I asked her for some she said no dear I said your words are not clear You better spit out your gum She screamed till her face got so red And she fell on the floor I covered her up and then went and looked through her drawer And when I was through I filled up my shoe and brought it to you took me in, you loved me then, you never wasted time, and I, I never took much, I never asked for your crutch, now don't ask for but Dylan would return to the middle eight in Nashville skyline of April 1969 and now and then thereafter, but I got the feeling that he lost interest in it after showing his mastery of it. And he has said that complicated structures make it tougher to remember how the music goes, which makes lyric writing all the trickier as well. Meanwhile, less than three years after doing Dope with Dylan in the Delmonico Hotel, 
The Beatles released Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, an album that took 129 days to record instead of the usual week or two, and then abandoned much of the pop formulas. In its place, courtesy of Paul, a concept album of an old-timey band playing a concert in the Summer of Love. The songs take multiple forms and blend into one another, culminating with Lennon's morose meditation on life and death that ends like a bad trip despite the I love to turn you on refrain, an allusion to Timothy Leary's famous invitation to, quote, turn on, tune in, drop out. Later that year, in November, the Beatles released the hallucinogenic magical mystery tour movie and soundtrack. Their first venture since the devastating death of their manager, Brian Epstein, who overdosed on sleeping pills months earlier, it was Paul's misguided, or better yet, unguided, attempt at mimicking the psychedelic bus tour of Ken Kesey and the Merry Pranksters, as documented in Tom Wolfe's The Electric Kool-Aid Acid Test. The film flopped, but the music endures, and along with Sgt. Pepper's captures the hippie era when all you needed was love, flowers in your hair, a joint or a tab of acid, light shows, and some mind-bending rock to groove by as you got high with a little help from your friends. Or at least that's how the myth goes. In closing, it should be pointed out that while it's reasonable to assume any reference to high smoke or grass following the Delmonico encounter is intended to suggest drugs, putting Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds in that category would be dicey despite the LSD acronym the title makes, which perhaps could be seen at best as a double entendre. Unlike the seemingly innocuous got-to-get-you-into-my-life, which McCartney has described as an ode to pot, Lucy refers to one Lucy O'Donnell, a classmate of Julian Lennon's in nursery school. Apparently, Julian showed the old man a picture he'd drawn of a girl surrounded by star-like shapes. Well, that girl died in 2009. Yet that song and so many others that defied pop conventions live on decades later and counting. And they did it all with just a little help from a friend who himself got some pop lessons in the exchange. Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends. Mm, I get high with a little help from my friends. You've been listening to Dylan, the Fab Four in the Middle Eight, Part Two, a production of my pet project, Rockademia U. This is J.B. Pariah thanking you for your support. All wrongs righted, all rights reserved. 2019.